Attention. T minus 90 seconds and counting. All systems are go. Today was the death of the artist known as Prince. And at one time, formerly known as Prince. That was my most impressed. Uh, I was so impressed by Prince. He was able to like, change his name to just a symbol. I, I was so confused by it. I didn't understand it. But so Yeah, like when I was a kid and it was, they would refer, I'm like, well, but everyone calls him. Now we have to call him the artist formerly known as Prince because we can't. There's no word for the symbol. Like, what is going on here? Didn't you not listen to, to his music because uh, you didn't want to just say the whole – it was like a mouthful. Who are you listening to? The artist. Yeah. Notice Prince. I was like, how long are we going to have to keep this up? Or, and we're just going to start calling him Prince again? It's until, just too much. Until 1999. What's going on, man? You know, the, weekend, the weekend is here. The weekend is <laughs> – Passover has dawned. Rapid and, change uh, subject. I think about Prince. I have a theory about him. I think he was sick for a long time, and you're going to hear with an autopsy in the next few days. He was I, suffering. He's like the Robin Williams thing. Oh, like a tortured genius. Yeah. You're going to hear tortured soul. Uh, tortured soul. Me? And then the other one that died today was China, who I kind of stopped watching wrestling just before she hit the scene. Like, I wasn't really into it as much. Right. Yeah, you stopped watching right before it got more popular than ever. Right. With The Rock and Stone Cold and China was like a man. She was so huge. And she, she had these big fake breasts. And she won the Intercontinental title one time. Beat Chris Jericho. I read that. She was the only woman that was undefeated. She, what was her gimmick? It was the I read it was she, eighth wonder of the world, ninth wonder of the world. The eighth wonder is Andre. Oh right, um, right. She was Triple H's like bodyguard, and she would always you know knock out you know their his opponent so he could you know so Triple H could win, and she was part of DX Degeneration X. Yes, and uh, then she went on to do a whole bunch of reality TV and kind of. Went into a bit of a downward spiral. Yeah, she posted a bizarre video on Sunday night on her YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah, like a 13-minute video of her walking around her apartment, oh, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I saw that. I thought she was just like, good morning, everybody. Like, have a good day. Like, you know, uh, you know, got up out of bed. 
And then she was like, or don't get out of bed, sleep all day, whatever you want. Right. It didn't seem that abnormal to me. It was just her doing her fanfare. It was probably drugs, right? Because I read that people that they were uh, investigated for drugs. I know she had drug abuse problems. She was on like some rehab shows for Big this time. season. Big what was time. she doing, heroin? No, I think pills. Oh, probably you know, Xanax. Which is basically the same thing, right. heroin. Um, yeah, and then she did that, like, uh, porn, that, like, you know, sex tape with X-Pac with Sean Waltman, the one, two, three kid. Uh, and really? that, that kind of got her in some, some hot water. And I think that's what, you know, the wrestling world is saying why she won't be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, the prestigious. Oh, Hall yes. Everyone who gets in. Are they going to revoke Hogan now because he did that sex state with his friend's wife or whatever? Uh, yeah, right. We never talked about that. How about that settlement? $115 million? Amazing. I, didn't, I don't even think Gawker has that much money in equity. They could even pay that. I think that was all a big ruse by Bubba the Love Sponge, his wife, Hogan, and that guy, Spice Boy. They did it on purpose. To get the dough. So they, they They're going to split this. They're like that, man. They're shasty. That's little, what we need to get into is sex states. A little scandalous. Speaking of scandalous, I saw a drifter this morning, and no, I did. I gave him a water bottle. He was very grateful, but that's beside the point. Kurt Schilling is is in hot water. He was shit-canned from ESPN for his comments, and I want to get to the airwaves in a minute because I kind of want to open up the calls about this guy. Kurt Schilling was fired because he posted a, what was it, the transgender meme? And he, uh, ESPN oh, fired oh, yeah, him. yeah. Now, he I don't think, good. what's that? Got I don't think what he did was, uh, deserves a termination, but this is like his third strike, so I think ESPN was like, fuck it, this guy, we can't yeah. keep him in line, he's kind of, you know, causing problems and... In this day and age, once you do the transgender thing, they, they just get rid of you. I mean, it's it's like the old time, like, you know, punching a baby or something. Like, it's it's unthinkable because of the backlash. So companies just don't want to deal with it. Kurt Schilling's a former all-star pitcher and one of the highest profile baseball analysts on ESPN. And he was fired from the network Wednesday, a day after he drew intense criticism for promoting offensive commentary on social media. Uh, this guy actually pitched for the Phillies. He won a World Series with the Red Sox. He pitched a game where, like, after a surgery, the stitches opened during the game and the blood was soaking through his sock. Oh, yeah, and they, yeah. And I they forgot were about showing that. it, and he, and, he, and he held the Yankees to, like, two runs, and they went on to win the World Series. It was crazy. It was crazy. I remember that. And, and here's a guy that had such a great career, and I, I'm sure he was making a lot of money at, at ESPN. I mean, they paid yeah. pretty good. Why, why does he need to do these tweets and stuff i mean just like shut up is he drunk at home and just like i mean it's so dumb they don't understand like how do they not wrap their head around the fact that millions of people are seeing what he's saying like does he not understand how many millions of followers he has just by default and and not even like direct followers and he he, one of his past tweets were uh one of his past tweets were uh, he compared what was it? He compared Muslims to Nazis, Nazis, which as a German man, I am very offended. Me too. Uh, I just... I... Huh. No, he actually <laughs> said... He, he said radical Muslims. So it's not like he even oh. just said, like, all Muslims. 
Oh, well, he's kind of got a point then. They're, they are kind of like Nazis. You can compare them. There's several ways they're similar. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I People just, are too sensitive. I, that's so true. So yeah. he, the post showed an overweight man wearing a wig and women's clothing with parts of the T-shirt cut out to expose his breasts. It says, let him in to the restroom with your daughter or else you're a narrow-minded, judgmental, unloving, racist bigot who needs to die. It's like, well, Kurt, you were a pitcher. Right. Shut up. You weren't the leader of Venezuela. You can uh, <laughs> cool it for a bit. You, play, you played a child's game. Let's not get crazy. So, I mean, it's do nuts. we want to hear what, uh, what the oh. callers have to say? I want to open up the, the calls. Uh, Why we're queuing this up, tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. And uh, let's queue up and see we who have on the docket right now. All right. Uh, Hello, first call. On. Oh, first call. Hey, boys. <laughs> Caitlin Jenner, welcome. <laughs> Thanks for calling hell? in. How'd you get in first? Oh, oh, oh. Who's screening oh, our calls? Really, Matthew? <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Caitlin. We're so excited to have you. I can't uh, believe I'm, I'm excited to be here. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, all right. Let's jump right into it. I'm, first of all, I'm glad you're alive. The last time we talked to you, you crashed your plane. So I'm glad you walked away from that. Uh, oh, no, no, no. I hit the eject button. And let's just say I turned out like Maverick. Oh, well, let's hope uh, <laughs> like that, that worked out, too. Now, Caitlin, we were just talking about Kurt Schilling and correlating that with North Carolina and the transgender bathrooms. And, oh, yeah. I mean, what do you think about, about that? I mean, it's such an important issue. Who? Kurt Schilling, he was a pitcher, and he posted something about in response to North Carolina wanting to have, you know, ban transgender men and well, women well, from the bathroom. who is this Kurt Schilling anyway? Caitlin, I mean, come on. You won an ESPY. You should know who Kurt Schilling is. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, I'll bet him a shilling he can't drive a ball into a pouch faster than I can. <laughs> it's a hefty bet. I'm sure you're right. I'm I don't sure know. He, right. Can throw, he can throw like high 90s. Yeah, he's pretty good. How, uh, what do you feel about the, um, it's been such a whirlwind day, Caitlin. Uh, first Prince died and then China. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. what are your thoughts on any of this? Uh, well, you know, uh, which one should I start with? Uh, gee, well, you know, China, I, I, God bless him. Um, <laughs> you know, I know he was fighting with demons for a long time, and uh, I know those demons won't be able to get him. Caitlin, China was, awesome. leave it like that. Positive China was a woman. Yeah. But that, that's okay. She's a very masculine-looking woman, though. It's It's understandable. What about uh, women have a little bit of masculinity in them? Now, what about the artist known as Prince? Uh, uh yeah, you know, boys, I, I want to tell you, I I'm gonna let you know on a little secret. Were you a fan? Uh, well, I was more than a fan. Prince and I, we were talking. Uh, she was actually <laughs> supposed to be on, on the third season of I Am Kate, which got shit canned. <laughs> Sorry, bureaucrats. Oh, I didn't know that. I can't believe it. I thought that was going to be She and I, she was going to be a part of my show. We had really big things in the works. And, uh, you know, I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, rest her soul. Uh, I, I, well, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know what happened there. Well, Prince is, is a man, actually. 
And and Prince was a symbol, Johnny. You know, Prince is a lot of things. <laughs> right, that's true. Um, so your take on Kurt Schilling, what, what, what he actually said, Caitlin, was a man is a man no matter what they call themselves. I don't care who, I don't care what they are, who they sleep with. Men's room was designed for the penis. Women's, not so much. Now you need laws telling us differently. Pathetic. Yeah, but you want to know what? I, I got TV shows and tabloids that tell Caitlin that she slept with all kinds of pussy. Okay? <laughs> There's a lot of things written all the time. I mean, what do you, what do you defend and agree to? And I wanted to ask you about there's been a lot of talk in several states and several, um, you know, musical acts of uh, band concerts because of these laws proposed where yeah. transgender people can't use the bathroom of their their sex that they identify with. What do you oh, think about that? Uh, I, I think I know what you're getting to, Matthew. Okay, why don't you go ahead and read the article? Because I got something to say on that. <laughs> All right, well. What? There's legislation proposed in... Uh, North Carolina, Tennessee, some other states where um, if you're a transgender man that was born a a woman or vice versa, you cannot use your current uh, bathroom of the Uh sex that you identify with. So, Caitlin, if you went to North Carolina, you would have to use the gentleman's room when you have to tinkle. Sweetie, darling, you know how much money I'm worth? Hell, I could buy North Carolina. You killed somebody by texting. I don't know if I'd... <laughs> oh, I'm oh. kidding. I'm kidding, Caitlin. I'm sorry, Kate. Caitlin, Kate. do you use the public restroom? Yeah, you don't let, need to do well, that. Well, let me tell you something, boys. Um, I, I don't go out into public much uh, anymore, <laughs> actually. I live a very private lifestyle with my own humble abode. You're you're too big to go out in public. I I don't know if that's metaphorically or figuratively speaking, <laughs> but I uh, okay. Uh, you know, all right. I I I know what you boys are getting. At. You want to talk about the Donald and his recent comments about Caitlyn? Yes. Well, yes, we were alluding to that. So you've read the Donald's comments, he would allow you to use his restroom. You know, I've read, we've talked, let me tell you something. Donald owes me more than his public shitter on the first floor of his Trump Tower. (laughs) All my campaign contributions I've given him, he should be giving me a proxy card into his personal penthouse porcelain throne. Okay? I'm sure he would. You're a very revered figure. Yeah. I mean, you're an enigma of talent. <laughs> What's the policy on Joseph A. Bank cards, too? Are they giving out? I'm just trying to score a few. I, I spent the ones you gave me over Christmas. But Oh, did you use them? Yeah, they're all used. I got a great blue right. dress shirt. I want Thank to see you. pictures. Send Thank me you. Some, I want some selfies. Not gonna, I'm not texting you anything, some but pics. yes. I will. I will definitely see that. Now back to the bathroom thing because I'm really just mesmerized by this debate. I don't think uh, to me it's not a big deal. First of all, not in a lot of places where there's multiple people in the bathroom at once. I, I you know, unless I'm at a game, I'm not going to be in there. Yeah. 
Really? I grew up in a bathroom where men and women right, shared. Right. I turned out okay. Hell, you know, I don't see what the big deal is anyway. I mean, really, how much time are you spending talking to people in the john anyway? So why are you concerned right. about where the knob next year is coming from? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Why? <laughs> why would you care? I completely agree, Caitlin. Okay. It's it's ridiculous you, when you're in the. I mean, the really? Restroom. When you're in the public restroom, you, uh, you're standing so toilet paper. Yeah, I just if you're in a room, and it's public, and I. Caitlin? John, is that you or is that? No, that's not me. Caitlin. Oh God, were you on the shitter this whole time? Oh, I just—that's a—that's a woman screaming. Okay. I, oh no, it's a two flusher. Oh, for the love of Scotland! Grimy. Well, another interesting exit and appearance. <sighs> She's Caitlyn Jenner. She's gone now, and I just oh come on! Can you cut the feed, Larry? That was just Larry. We're gonna try to get Kate back in here. Uh, Larry, patch. Can you guys patch Caitlyn through? No. Kate, are you with us? No. No. Kate's gone. Anyway, wow. that was that interesting. Was, I wish Biscardi was here. We're trying to. Where is Biscardi? I think he's trying to get in. He said he'd be late. All right. Hey, because we started early. Right. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, there he is. Mike. He's on. Can you hear him? What, did you guys start the show already? Yeah, we did. We started. We we started a little early, but we were just joined by Jenner. Oh. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner called in again. And uh, she commented on, ironically, the timing was so perfect. China, Prince. And Kurt Schilling's comment about, you know, penises in the women's room. <laughs> the ladies' room. So, so, so what have we covered so far all around? We're a lot, of, lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. Oh. We covered Prince. Yeah. Did you guys China. listen to Prince? Not really. It was, no. um, you know, anybody can quote a song because even if you weren't a fan, right. you dated a yeah. girl who was obsessed with him and probably would have dumped you for him. Who? Yeah. Oh. You know, I wonder what is Prince it going to be. What's going to be on his tombstone? Oh, is it going to be Prince? Oh. Is it going to be his real name? Is it going to be that symbol? Well, his real name was what? Prince Rogers or Rogers? Yeah. Prince Rogers Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. From so, the Bronx, right? It'd be cool if it was that symbol. He was. He died. In, he lived in. Minnesota when he died, which I thought was... Yeah, I read that Minnesota mansion. I mean, talk about a getaway. Yeah. Why don't you purify yourself in the waters of Lake well, Minnetonka? <laughs> I watched that right I, before we did the show. Did... I, I, I will never, ever get over the Dave Chappelle taking his show away from us. It was so good, oh, and it was yeah. only like two and a half seasons... And that Prince sketch was unbelievable. People are still watching it, talking about it, even before today. I mean, it's it's incredible. And uh, this bores me. Amazing. The uh, he's up, up for a game of basketball. <laughs> Prince never talked, and when he did, it was really weird. I respect him as an artist, as a guy, as a, his influence. He was he was groundbreaking. But I never like really got into his music. I think it might have been like you guys with Bowie. You know how well, you yeah. do. Was it really cool for a guy to listen to Prince? No, you couldn't pull that off. No, you Black could pull guys. off like Michael Jackson. That was like as far as you could get. Black yeah. guys loved Prince. Yeah, Prince loved Rogers, him. Now, 
Nelson. Great musician too. Really talented guitarist. I just could never. I mean, oh, I, there's a few and he songs could dance like nobody's business while still playing the guitar. Right. Yeah, he was jumping around, shaking his little booty. He was so, just shaking his little Corvette. Cute little. No, I was ass. born in Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, so we born in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Lake Minnetonka. 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 So, uh, I know what it is about Prince. There's just like tiny little sections of his songs that, for some reason, just sound so good. But then the rest of the song is kind of like he's just kind of whining and almost like shouting. John, you just nailed it. There's like refrains that you're like, if yeah. this were the whole song, yeah. I'd be a fan. But then you hear like the there's a lot of like extra drum parts like and you uh all right all right like little red Corvette the chorus little yes. red great but the other part of the song where it's like you wanted to come outside it's like oh yeah. you're like crying I know you're like a little schoolgirl like at the time he wrote that song Corvettes were in their their worst condition I mean they were really dogs they weren't too they weren't fast oh, at yeah, all they were junk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was that like 84, 85? Yeah, when the average Corvette had maybe 200 horsepower and <laughs> And I like the beginning of it like a chihuahua. Purple rain is kind of like, you know. Such a good tune. I remember Biscardi uh Biscardi and I worked we were younger, briefly in a kitchen, and yeah, it was like 1999. And yeah, yeah. the owner, the manager, said, uh, "He was a big prince. He was big he was prince very fan. Much like prince. Big to do." But the the head of the building said something like, "Oh, oh man, I was at a bar last night, and if I hear that party like it's 1999, so one more time, I'm gonna go insane." I was like, "Yeah, I had to fucking work this morning at 6 a.m. You bastard! Yeah. At least you were drunk." <laughs> but that's a song. The part of like it's 99, I agree with John. It's great chorus, but then the rest of it. It's, yeah. And then it's over and over. <laughs> Even the Batman song. You know, you know, it was weird this morning when I read uh, somebody posted on Facebook that he died, and I clicked on the link and it was taken down. And then I quickly went to Google because I'm very busy in the morning, clearly going to Google to get the, get the scoop. No, you need the news. Or need the news. You're going to get it. And uh, the first five links were all broken links, meaning they quickly reported he was dead before it was confirmed, and they had to take it down. So I was like, "Is this a hoax or not?" Right. Yeah. And, I thought and then it was hoax. confirmed that it wasn't. But I thought for yeah. like a few minutes it would have been one of those jokes. Yeah, he's fifty-seven. Fifty-seven, but, and and nobody really knows how the guy died. I mean, uh, there was talk about the flu, which right. I mean. Who outside of Africa dies of the flu? Right. And um, it's, then it's there was suspicious. like heart failure. But it's not like the guy was King Kong Bundy or something with yeah. clogged arteries. I mean, the dude was good like five foot two, ninety pounds. Yeah, he was like yeah. a, a woman. I think you're going to hear he was sick with something else because last week they said he had uh -huh. a, he had the flu and his private jet had to make an emergency landing. It's like you don't do that for uh, the flu. Uh, 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 no. There was like something. There was another yeah, illness. His private jet probably had medics on board. Right. Yeah, it was probably nicer than the hospital. Yeah, man. It's like he—he uh, he was like real frail. 
And I feel like he, like, talk just was, like this he was like, time. yeah, right. Yeah. He's saying like that. Uh, but he would talk like withering yeah. away. Uh. Computer blue. <laughs> That's another thing. He, uh, let's set up a play. What's the last blue? Super Bowl he played? 2007. Seven, right? I don't remember. What was that? That was Super Bowl 43. That's amazing. Super Bowls are one athletic event that you just you can't remember when the last it's it's really hard you got to think about who the last team won oh yes the the last uh, the date is hard to remember you really only remember it and for maybe a month after the fact it's annoying because it like blends over it just blends over it perfectly put yeah it just blends over because it's like i only uh, know super bowl three jets joe namath and Joe Willie Davis. Joe Willie Joe threw Beasley. more interceptions than touchdowns. And I don't remember it like I, I, I was there because <laughs> I wasn't alive yet. I'd see, but well, I was there, you whippersnappers. That number. Yeah. I was there. Super Bowl three. Joe Willie Davis. This was given to me by a girl who got it from Joe Willie Davis. We don't want to know. We're not going to ask. Please don't give your own personal rinse. What is that from? Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters, that was it. Oscar. Remember Joe Namath was on those Brady Bunch episodes? Yeah, and they'd be like, it's Joe Namath. Yeah. Little Bobby, he wanted you want to inspire <laughs> little Bobby. Stay in school, kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it was about Mike Brady. Somehow the architect was building houses for the rich and famous, particularly athletes. It was uh, Don Drysdale. I remember that episode, too. Who? Don Drysdale. I know that name. What is he? Is? Former pitcher of the L.A. Dodgers. Okay. He might be like a coach now. Yeah. Unless he's dead. No, I believe he's dead. Mike Brady was always so composed. Oh, I know. He's Never dead. got angry. Yeah, Robert Reed. But he really did. Like off set. Oh yeah, n- oh, nuts. Yeah. Oh really? Was he cra- Was he a perfectionist? Oh, he hated the, the character. He loved the people he worked with, but he just hated the character. He thought it was so beneath him. He was a better actor, and of course, he went on to do Roots after that show. Before the show, he was doing right. serious theater. Roots. He was doing Roots. courtroom drama in the '60s, and he's like, "All right, you know, what is this Mike yeah. Brady? What is this corny shit?" He was crying corny all the way to the bank. Yeah. Family Guy spoofed that the other day, where uh, I was watching an episode, and they have uh, Brady goes to uh, Carol. Uh, I thought I wanted another drink, and he actually hits her, and she falls and dies. And you see Alice <laughs> in the back, and he goes. What did you see? And she goes, enough to know I'm getting a raise. And then, like, the credits come up with the faces. What was that? <laughs> Family Guy. Oh, my God. I love when they do that. Crazy. <laughs> so good. Did you guys watch uh, Fear the Walking Dead on Sunday? I did, yeah. Yes. I didn't watch it. This is the first oh. one I've missed. Is it bad? No, it's actually good. Oh, and it's I, a I, show I didn't really like. It's it was a good episode. Yeah. Yeah, it was really it. good. It was very like fast. It kept changing. Thing that yes. the story moved real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah. It was good. It was good. I overall. mean, it really is implausible to me. How could the ocean be just as dangerous as the surf? How could the surf be as dangerous as the turf? I, I really can't get that. But that's the, the way thing. they wrote it. Yeah, they wrote it into the show that everybody had the idea to get on a boat. Uh, you're show. like on the coast it, you just keep going down they're just going right. to keep going down going south and it's just like shitty and shitty and sh- it's just they're going to keep hitting problems 
but they're headed right, to so it's, it's Mex- going to be like a game of battleship. Yeah, where, uh, C4. Um, everybody's, tr- yeah, everybody's trying to blow up the other boat, get whatever goods and it's going to be episode. Yeah, they're all they're all going nuts and looting and everything. They're yeah. building towards, looting. but but someone's still chasing them. So there is. And like you know a, what was really interesting uh, about um, the character of Bubble. who does Cliff, <laughs> Cliff Curtis's character? Who? Who's Cliff Curtis? Right, well, anyway, oh, the black Cliff guy. Curtis finally got recognized. No, Cliff Curtis finally got the recognized bunch. for what he really is. In the episode, uh, they they run into this guy. He's kind of a weirdo, and he lives on this island. Um, and uh, he's a, I think he was like a Scientologist or something. You know? He was like really different, and he would listen, he was like, "This was meant." Well, we're kind of spoiling it's a lot. Meant to be. Yeah, he's we're a spoil it. Oh, it's fine. He was a gnome. Well, yeah, he was an islander. And uh, Cliff Curtis and, and he, they have a scene. They're sitting down, they're having beers, and they're talking about uh, nature. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and mm. Cliff Curtis finally gets recognized as a Maori. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's I was like, first uh, time. I was Not saying. with the accent. He, does, he takes his Kiwi accent out of the, the equation because he's still American. Right, but he finally gets. It was totally written on purpose that he finally got recognized as a Maori. Um, and by, for those of us who nature. don't know, what is a Maori? A Maori, they are the indigenous people of New Zealand. I met quite a few. Um, indigenous. Um, they are Kiwi. the equivalent of Kiwi. the Aborigines of, ah. of Australia. <laughs> the Maoris are the indigenous people of New Zealand. This is he awesome. always plays. For whatever reason, he, he plays Latin guys, typically. He yeah. played Pablo Escobar and Blow. He right. played Smiley in Training awesome. Day, and he does a hell of an accent. Oh, yeah, okay. That's right, he was in Training Day. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Playing another drug lord. He goes from set to set oh, with a mustache and cocaine suit. And a beater. <laughs> yeah, he a beater. You got that eye to be Cool looking dude. He was great in Blow, and I think yeah. in this last episode, he's finally, I'm like, liking him more. He's yeah. becoming more likable. They're, they're really, they're heading in a better direction. He started to turn favorably. People to say, look, yeah. hey, I gotta let the world know, I'm not Mexican, I'm not Colombian, right. yeah, I'm right. Kiwi. Stop typecasting me. And yeah. Not Italian either. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that was interesting. So, and, and for some reason, right. this weirdo guy that, that owns the house that they like walk upon uh, yeah. is like a, enamored with that race of people, which is totally opposite from what every place they run into in The Walking Dead. It goes to immediate threat, and they got to kill each other. Whereas this right. was welcome. You should be a part of our family. We're all going right. to die, but it's normal. That's what's supposed to happen. Come on in, I just made oatmeal cookies. No, get them out of here. Save my family. And then the kid with the long hair who's like strands, like, you know, sidekick. He's looking around for pills, and he finds pills, but they're not like drugs. They're something weird. And Wheat germ. And the, well, having those and the, the guy and his wife have two kids, like young kids. Having those pills in the house and with the kids, it's like a teen. Okay, two time, young time kids and one teenager or something. Yeah. Or twenty-something kid. The pills are weird. Ratings are up though, right? Finally, I, I think they got a boost. 
They, they had to have. I mean, it, and if this doesn't make it, then I don't think the show's got a prayer. Hey, no, it see? fell, actually. But, but I, noticed still a, I noticed a plot hole. Uh, oh, this, yeah, you mentioned that. I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, epi- this whole show was supposed to take place in, like, the 2010 to 11 era, right? Because that's when Rick Grimes was in his coma. Right. And that's when this was supposed to have started. Right. Well, if you look on the ship, um, this the guy, what's his name? The black guy. I hate to say the black guy. I don't know how to say the captain. Story. The captain of the ship. Who yeah. owns the ship? The, the, the captain. My boat. Rule number two, yeah. it's my boat. Rule number three, it's my fucking boat. It, it's my. So um, the guy commandeering the ship, I noticed an iPad or a yeah, it was an iPad, I think, and it looked pretty modern. Like it was just something that just came out, which would take them from 2010 right into the present day. I don't know if anybody noticed that. Oh, I, I, did, I haven't seen it, but that's a great that was a plot hole to me. That's a good yeah, observation. If you look on his bezel, his dash bezel of the yacht, his control center. His command center. His command center. So he has an iPad in 2010. Right. Or 11, whenever it's supposed to be, which is still below its time. Yeah. iPads weren't out in 2010? I, I, this one looked too modern if it was. And I don't, th- I don't know if it was. That's yeah. But he's like this hooked up, too- you know? He's like rich. Yeah. He's, he's the guy that would probably have an iPad before everybody else. And I, That's I, you a know, in good real observation. Life, the guy's a really good dude. He's a good actor. A friend of mine, she's a producer. Yeah. She met him. They worked together and said he's a really great guy. So I'm expecting big things out of Scrum. Yeah, he was. He didn't get off the boat, Clark. He's like, nah, I'm not going up there because they doing it. they flat. They the, some, someone in the house turned the light on and off real quick, and ah. then did it again. Yeah, and you know the main female character saw it, so she's like, they they they're signaling to us. It's Morse code. Do you guys want to hear the uh, top ten Walking Dead plot holes uh, of all time? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll make it quick. Before I do it, too, I want to tell you a quick joke that I just thought of. What did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? Because <laughs> she's sucking the dick. Get it? The ball? She got to the... Okay. Top ten plot holes of Walking Dead. You guys ready? Yes. How did Herschel and his family not know about Sophia in the barn? Because they were always going to the barn throughout the season. But at the end, there was uh, Herschel didn't know that she was in there, even though he was constantly going to the barn. Yeah, yeah a little weird. How did he know Sophia? It's he still, didn't know it, it, Sophia. No, he didn't know. It's not, I don't, I don't know if I call that a plot hole. You could find some kind of an explanation. Yeah, like she, was, she wasn't always in the barn. Yeah. She was moved there up until a week ago or something. Yeah. Or he didn't know what she looked like. It's not like the zombie told him, yeah, oh, by the I way, my name is Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm Sophia. Here's one that's a little inconsistent. Characters somehow always get ambushed by massive hordes of slow-moving zombies. So they're saying that because of the uh, the slowness of them and the inconsistency, there should never be a situation with their patterns of being slow that they would turn around and there's like No, that is a plot hole. I've noticed that before. In the earlier seasons, some of them would run, which didn't make any sense. That's right. In the first episode, some were like sprinting. What? I mean, it never made any sense no. to me how they're yeah. so weak-bodied, no but way. somehow can tear apart human flesh. They they weren't 
the I first mean, who's like, watched UFC? How many people? How many of these guys bite each other and, and barely break flesh? Yeah. Right. You know, it's I mean, not as Tyson easy as you think. Holyfield, he got what a, a little sliver of skin. Got a little liver. And that's a pretty tender part of the body to hear. Yeah, yeah, it's delicious. Cartilage. It's all meat. Uh, another plot hole is guns shouldn't be that difficult to find, especially in America. Oh Yet the show God. has problems finding guns. <laughs> I thought the opposite. I thought they were always pretty stuck. They had like cases yeah. of guns. Right, and they've been stolen, and then they steal them back, and they go back and forth, but they always have them. I think I this think game's turning into a greater disagree. Fort Benning, Georgia got taken over. I mean, that would never happen. Tell me right now. It never yeah. happened. That's where you want to go, too, a base. Would never have all bases. Fort Benning, Georgia would never get taken over. Was that ever mentioned in the show? Yes, it was mentioned in the bar scene when they meet the guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they... That was a great scene. That was a good scene. Oh, my God. Yeah, that that was a good scene. Boom, boom, and he kills them. Smashers. Fort Benning makes up a pretty good portion of Georgia. Yeah. It's the home of the infantry. They have all the most sophisticated weapon systems you can think of. There's no way in hell that zombies would take it over. There's no way. Uh, I don't know if this is really a plot hole. What happened to all the animals? Yeah. They don't seem to be picky over eating human or animal flesh. So I, I, I would think that they would eat anything because they ate horses in the... Sh you know, so yeah, small they, animals probably yeah, they pigs were the first to go. Scene to watch. The horse was very disturbing. Oh, yeah. They, like, ganged up on it. I, I don't like animal cruelty. It's no, like, I get, like, no. to watch. I get very the movie industry doesn't, yeah. They got tough yeah. rules with that. They don't fuck around. Oh, they better. Uh, plot hole number six is uh, the start of the governor's vendetta against Rick makes no sense. Wait, I'm oh, sorry, Clark, say that again? The uh, start of the governor's vendetta against Rick makes yeah. no sense. Uh, so the saying, yeah, it starts uh, off at the beginning of the show's Woodbury arc. Uh, Woodbury is unsafe, while the prison is a safe haven, yada, yada, yada. Uh, why would the governor want it so bad if he has Woodbury uh, in the show? However, the prison is shown to be less safe, so it's kind of a utopia. Why does he just want to... Uh, start the vendetta. It's again one of those things that's open to interpretation. I don't know. Yeah. I know. It's like he's he just wants to rule. He's obsessed with power. He's a villain. And he's evil. God, yeah. Like this, get over it. This list sucks. It's like an opinion. It's not like an like a, an actual plot, plot hole. Like Biscardi. Right. 2010. It might be like borderline. But if it was like 2001, that would be a plot hole. Like yo, they didn't exist. No, I, I mean I'm telling you, it looked like oh the iPad. brand new iPad, whichever that just came out. To me, it looked a little too high tech. Let's see here. Right. To be period. That's just me. No, yeah, it like, could be. I mean, in two things, I had a black area. You know, I, 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 the second season, maybe it's supposed to be 11. 2011, I bumped up, I think, to like a, a refurbished Motorola with the. Uh, Flip switch keyboard oh. or something. No, it's too sophisticated. I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to watch it and see. Yeah. To see which one that was. I'm curious. Um, 2009, I, I came think out. they want to make it so that 
they they wanted to coincide with The Walking Dead precisely. Yeah. I think it makes for a more interesting show. They want the audience to lose themselves in the in the, the reality that uh, we're going back in time. Right. Uh, because that's not interesting. Back in time. <laughs> Why is food such a rare resource? Oh my uh, god. There obvious. aren't any stores anymore. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. Or factories. Yeah. I'll or tell you where I would go in a zombie apocalypse. Douche. I would go to a pharmacy. I would get a lot of drugs, and I would just hole up in a nice residential neighborhood, not too flashy, but not too shitty, in a house, and just spend the rest of my days yeah. hiding. Yeah. You know what the biggest the flaw in the entire down. show really is? In Night of the Living Dead, in the original, the end of the show, uh, of the film. Yeah, Ben, all, the black guy. All living people who were out there were teaming up to shoot just the zombies. They weren't trying to kill each other. Um, yeah, they had posses. Yeah, this show, it's like the living are more of a threat than the dead. Oh, yeah. And I think they've gone a little too far from, with that one. In right. the reality, in the zombie apocalypse, wouldn't you really want to pool your resources? The, the, the goal the, is to destroy the greater threat. To yeah. me, the greater threat is, are, are the walkers. And in this show, it, it's the, the living, and they all want to kill each other. Makes you wonder how they become friends. Right. I mean, how, do you be, how do you get into a group? Even the Negan group. What was it about these guys that they made them? Yeah, why would they listen to people? The uh, I, I closed that list. That sucked. But what I always thought was the biggest plot hole of any zombie thing, and I know we're in the world of zombies, so you have to have the universe of imagination. But for the flesh to be rotting and everything, there would be nothing to keep that intact. Your stomach would basically just fall out of it, and your bones would collapse. The, the muscle structure of a zombie wouldn't be able to support them standing erect. You know? Like when your skin and bones like that and your stomach's ripped out, there's right. nothing internally that would keep you to stand. Right. It's like dragons. It's like their wings wouldn't be able to support their giant bodies. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Their wings wouldn't, they'd be too heavy. Right. It's, it's like yeah, scientifically impossible. That's it couldn't do it. Call it fantasy. Speaking of dragons, Mike, did you vote in the primaries this weekend? I did not. I because was, I was not able to. That's what I thought. You weren't eligible, but you you would have won. I'm ineligible. No, I I was ready to do it. I really wanted to. Believe it or not, I believe it. Comes a bomb. I was going to vote for somebody you might not expect me to vote for. For a particular reason. I'm, I'm going to guess you would have voted for uh, Bernie Sanders to put the odds against Hillary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have contemplated that idea. That, that might have run Am through I my mind. Am I wrong? the ballpark? Well, look. The Donald didn't need my vote. He, has, he had New York from Thrones. the start. Uh, you know, Ted Cruz was such a weenie. Trying to campaign in the Ted state, Cruz. like trying to make up for everything that uh, he said with the quote the New York Cruz. values. But you know, hey, look, we all know about <laughs> New York values. Great. Okay, 
And then he tried That's to say to this guy, this Prince? one person who questioned him was from upstate, says, well, my values are, you know, you work hard, you pay your bills, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, typical Ted Cruz, every time he gets asked anything, this kid asked him what his values were. He has to say, well, that's an excellent question. Oh, I'm God. glad you asked that. You know, upstate New York really has been the foundation of America. <laughs> it's a great pressure. Trout fishing. <laughs> Dick sucking. Yeah. And, and uh, oh. let's, not, let's not forget West Point. And, you know, this is really everything I said was Donald Trump's fault because he really said it. And, you know, people weren't buying it. So he, he lost as he should have. That's you know, not he tried really every which way said. to patch up what he said about the New York values last year. Ugh. That because I don't think he ever anticipated relying on New York. In a primary, because rarely do Republicans fight for New York. That's still bad happen. politics, though. It's the largest so he, city in the back country. Then he wasn't thinking, oh, my God, someday I might actually have Center to go to New York to campaign. Right. Yeah, it's uh, the center of the did. world. So when he when he finally got there, uh, you know, most most elections, they've already got enough delegates or super delegates, which none of these guys have enough of yet. Right. Um, no, it's amazing it's been going on this long, too. It's no. it's actually very historical. And, and John Kasich still in the game. Kasich. You know, people ask me, nice guy. But uh, why is he still in the game? Because he, deep down, he clearly wants Ted Cruz to win so that he might have a shot at being a VP. And and somehow they're in He the said he wouldn't do it, though. He says that. But there's got to be some incentive. He wants... He's make, like the guy... He wants to make it so that... Trump doesn't get the delegates. He's like the guy waiting to be picked at dodgeball, the fat kid that knows he's right, probably yeah. not going to have a shot, but he's, he's, it's too he's late to leave have now. He's got some kind of incentive right. for it. He doesn't want Donald to get the delegates. And as long as he gets just a couple of votes, as long as he can shave a few points, it, right. it won't come down to the delegates. It'll come down to a contested nomination this summer. At the GOP convention, and still, I think the guy's kidding himself. But anyway, getting back to, uh, we we should be able to vote in the primaries as uh, yes. independents. Yeah, I I, I there's two parties. I thought it was very insulting to me. Everybody on social media was putting up temporary um, profile pictures of pins. That said, I voted. I mean, you know, congratulations. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, you're not from New York. Get the hell out of here. You shouldn't be voting anyway. person right. lives across the hall from me. There's a sticker on their door that says, I voted. I'm like, that's like Thank your you. civic like, Yeah, that's your responsibility. I paid my taxes. I paid my taxes. I voted. But, um, I paid yeah, my taxes. It's really ridiculous that uh, I have to say that Donald is right. Um, there is a flaw in the uh, system. Caleb. Why are we depending on uh, the, the important groups, the super delegates, the delegates, when it should just come down to the popular vote? Right. That's very true. It's designed for a checks and balance system, but it's one of those and he's systems gonna win where anyway, it's not working. But he's right. It should be. He would have been. It would have won already, probably, because his numbers are much higher. But 
Right. Because it's that trail of... I have the numbers, Ted. Suck it. Suck it. Suck Suck it long, Ted. Suck it hard. Tremendous. Love him. Suck it. (laughs) Such a weenie. Suck it. That's an excellent question, and I'm glad you asked that, Martin. Michael, right. Well, yeah, it it was... It's funny to watch. It's funny to watch both those guys. Yeah. Cruz seems like a guy that's always like he just shit his pants, but he doesn't really want to admit it yet. Yeah, right. Right, like he like, like it happened, and he's trying to get throughout his day to get to a bathroom. And he's but he's so good. Not, not going to admit one thing it. I'll give him credit he can't for. Go. He never has to stop and think about what he's going to say. He doesn't fumble <laughs> his words. He doesn't have a tough time with words. He knows what he's going to say, like it's fetched in his head mm-hmm. already. And right. it cu- he spits it out quick, clean, it flows. But you know the guy's full of shit. I'd like to get him on the show. I wonder if we could get him on next show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, expose him for the snake with the and Bernie. Hands. It was so I mean, you're talking about a guy from Texas, well, Canada via Texas. And the way that he, <laughs> the way he just pandered to APAC a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, Judea Christian values are more or less the same. We are more or less the same, as Paul Simon said. Do you believe in one thing? I believe in almost the same thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Donald Trump says he's going to be neutral. Ah. Will not be. He has a face like every time. I know I've. I've and he sounds like Data Carvey's impression of George yeah. Bush Senior. Right. I know that our, our listeners can't see, but he's like the lady in the library. He tucks his chin down and he addresses the court like <laughs> this, like he's the, the lady in the library looking around suspiciously. You know. Yeah, like you're peering over. Your bifocals. Yeah. Ah, right. um, He's worried when his period is going to arrive. Oh, ooh. Ooh. yucky! So uh, he needs to just go. Hey, do you think anybody with the last name Jackson is going to be pissed off about this twenty dollars bill thing? Yeah. Twenty dollars bill. Yeah. Uh, Harriet Tubman. Tubman. What's going on there? I'll what? tell you about uh, Jackson. I'm really, I'm really curious. He, about this. He uh, he was pro slavery, but then all the guys before Lincoln owned slaves. Yeah. For the most part, not all of them. Uh I I think Harry Tubman's great. I don't know if we should have just removed Jackson because of that. Harriet Tubman was certainly a wonderful woman, pioneer, but right. Jackson was still a president. Like I don't think we should just forget Dead presidents. that. That's what bills are about. Dead presidents. And the only exceptions are Hamilton and Franklin. Right. And put, and, put a and, woman and, that held a, a cabinet position or uh, yeah. somebody oh, that... Wait. Susan B. Anthony oh. got a piece of monetary... Right. She got the coins. ...value, uh, but... I think it's kind of I, a cool I, I don't. Thing. I don't see it. Yeah. The Underground Railroad, cool. I just I don't see it. To give it to a spy, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was a crazy spy who, like, should have got killed like a million times. But Tell now, are we, can we? Can maybe we give her the back of a bill? No, the front. Right. Jackson's. Give in her the back. bottom part underneath the tunnel. <laughs> Jackson's in the back. Tubman. I think it's going to be very. I don't think yes, it's going Jackson's to be in the back. I think it's going to be short-lived, and it's I don't gonna... understand. So, are we? Can we change any bill now? Like, it, well, it's a ten-year process to do that. We can. I think ultimately, what 
uh, POTUS is trying to do is put himself on a bill. The $3 maybe? What if you... Has that ever happened? $3 bill. I'll tell you what. You know who should have been on the $20 bill if you're going to do a replacement? Uh, First of all, you could take any president, any president, on any money and find something offensive why they should be removed. Of course. I know... George the $2 Washington bill, Roosevelt, or uh, Jefferson, he owned slaves. He had he had kids with them. White I mean, slaves. Right. But well, you should put it in the $20 bill. Cello was full of white slaves. Right. And, and in every it's like article like Kennedy. I read, every article I read about this, they said, and Alexander Hamilton remains on the 10. Is he like up for, for removal? Like, is this like a. He, he was. He was not very well liked. Alexander Hamilton was hated Snake. by John. He had Adams. a lot of enemies. He was hated by Thomas Jefferson. He and he was hated, hated by Aaron Burr, who shot him. Right. Just Aaron over Burr. the way in Aaron New York, Jersey. He needs milk. Peanut butter sandwich. Yeah. So I don't understand. Do you think Alexander Hamilton's going to be replaced by. Einstein. <laughs> I just think it's funny if you're at a strip club and some rappers are making it like, you know, rank 20s. They're just throwing like a black woman on this, like yeah. degrading I what she stood for. We need a bill, maybe the $15 bill for the greatest hero of 2015. Who was that? For the greatest what? The, he- the hero of 2015. Oh, Caitlyn Jenner, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Let's get her up there. She already won an SB. There was a uh, $500,000 bill and a million-dollar bill printed. It was McKinley on there, I think. Who's McKinley? William McKinley. was a. You uh, don't know William McKinley. He was one of the assassinated presidents. John, I got a great rap on the presidents if you want to. I had really shitty history teachers in grade school, so I just lost it all. William McKinley was one of the four assassinated presidents next to Kennedy, Lincoln, Garfield. Garfield. Strange. I don't know much about him. It was that eighty just got assassinated. He wasn't like. But he didn't guy. die right away. He, he died, died of Buffalo. Sustained. Um, oh. But, and then replaced by Teddy. Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy. The man. Which was funny because uh, Teddy was given the vice president because Teddy Roosevelt was going to be very hard on business, and he was running for president. So rather than. Uh, have somebody against them. They just gave him the vice president nomination because, hey, he's not going to do anything when he's just a sitting duck as the vice president. So oh when McKinley God. died and, and Roosevelt went in, he did the trust oh busters and the big bank. And right. it, they, they shit their pants. They were like, oh, what did we do? Right. Because oh the rich guys, God. Carnegie and all those guys, they put, they, right. they you know, elected the president. He was a made man. Right. So then he died and they're like, oh, shit. What a slap. What a twist. What a slap in the ding-dong. Well, I'm interested. I think it's it's a neat idea that we can now change the bills. So does it have to be someone that was involved in, like, a war? Like, what is the what are the rules? I need to know. Apparently none. Hmm. I think you just have to vote on it. Uh, significant George... to American history, I guess. Put George Carlin on there, then. Richard Pryor. In the end, the commander-in-chief is the boss, but we still have the checks and balances, and that's the way it's always going to be. But the really, the checks and balances don't necessarily mean a lot, as um, was shown to us during the second Bush administration. Yeah. 
Chicks. Writing them checks, baby. Uh, you know who they should put on the bill? They have Ben Franklin on the 100. They should do something like... Uh, Who's one of those other guys back then? Like uh, John Hancock or something like that. You know? Oh, put, yeah. put one of the founding fathers up there. That's Sam Adams. Put John Adams. Perfect. John put Adams Sam Adams on, on the bill. Put Paul Giamatti. Yeah. everything. Giamatti as John Adams on, yeah, the, yeah. on the $4 <laughs> bill. Oh, what's that? Why not? Great American right. actor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys want to put tonight in the W column? Slacks. Is that a... Am I missing anything? I don't think so. I feel like I am. Do we have any tweets to, to talk about before we go? Is Let's do a quick happen? tweet session, shall we? A quick yeah. Twitter check-in. Oh, yeah, you, they, you want me to do that. read this? So, tweet us at the underscore podcast. Uh, not even going to mention the Facebook because we don't get any love on that. You hate us. We actually get blocked. No. We're the hate book. <laughs> the face. Okay. Little session we like to call pod tweets at the underscore podcast. And uh, always thank you for tweeting us. Let's read what some of our uh, followers have to say. Um, Listeners. Darren Murner. Yeah, Podcastle, we just had these seats and got two paws from Jake Arietta, no hitter. The Reds lost today. Oh, yeah. But he... I was following that game. Okay. Well, he was there thinking of us. Through a no-hitter, the Cubs scored 16 runs. That guy was amazing in the playoffs last year for the Cubs, the only like good part of their run. And uh, they're on fire this year, and he shut down the Reds. That's awesome. Shut him down like the machine. Uh, here's a guy that we love, that loves us back, is Mr. Sean Caden. Uh, special feeling when I'm on the slot. 27 years ago I, today, I landed Karate Kid 3 from an open wow. call of 1,500 hopefuls. Wow. Retweeting this. Kane. I'll read two more here. Yeah, Good old Cade. You know, Sean is on when I'm uh, doing my <clears throat> day job. He, he's in the break room every day. Mm. Like, for whatever reason, oh. they put on the big widescreen. Um, bold and beautiful. Of course. Oh. Okay. It's an endless story. Good. Here's one. I am pregnant. You owe me ten grand. Oh, wait, this is a text. Ugh. I gotta go. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm trying to find something or just tweets. There was some poll on uh, Survey Monkey, and uh, they like ran the the presidential candidates against people in Game of Thrones characters in Game of Thrones that are, you know, in power. And Peter Dinklage, overall winner. Oh, good. About 3,000 people. He's a good dude. Oh, he's so good. They, they revealed his wax figure at Madame Tussauds. Tussauds. Marcus Trill at 6 billion people said, follow the podcastle yeah. on Snapchat now. Oh, uh, he didn't put our link, but it's nerd.35. Oh, okay. That would explain. What an idiot. You're a fool. Just, just kidding. I mean, he's great. And I'm going to read one more here. Uh, Christian Ackerman says, I hope that none of you are streaming Prince right now because you should be listening to the podcastle at the uh, underscore oh, podcastle. Right. So thank you, sir. Right. Thank you. Thanks for the love. 
Don't listen to Prince. Listen to us talk about Prince and how we kind of don't really enjoy that much of his songs. <laughs> I didn't put. Uh, I didn't great. put a Facebook post about him today, but I still respect him and thought about him, kind of thing. Absolutely, he was important. I mean, I'll... at the very, very least, he gave us that Chappelle skit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I love whenever somebody. Uh, let me word this differently. Whenever somebody passes away famous, I love how there's always that one guy on Facebook that needs to be like, rest in peace, because me, really. It's like, I get it. You heard it before all of us. You won, you won you the it. game. Yeah, all whatever right. app on your phone just gave you a notification and, and you right. posted it before anybody. Good for you. I'm going to do a hard sign off right now, boys. Got some grilled cheese waiting in the other room in my belly. Yes, that's what I had for dinner. This is such a great show. Thank you, Caitlyn Jenner, for being on the air. I'm sorry I missed you again. Can't believe she got through. We're sorry that Mike missed you. We'll try to get you guys together soon to to talk ear to ear. And uh, hopefully we'll be back this weekend, the whole gang, chittering and chattering. Please tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. Listen to all the shows at thepodcastle.podbean.com. And we are also available on iTunes. So from future star of the $20 bill, Michael Biscardi, future face on the $50 bill, John Hassinger, and the gum between your shoe in a ball game. I am Matthew Clark saying good night, everybody. In Godspeed. Bye, boys.